Welcome to the Back Pocket, brought to you by NAR Shredders Coalition, a rising Twin Cities-based organization that works primarily in mergers and acquisitions. Support local business and philanthropy by following them on Instagram at NAR Shredders underscore co. That is at G-N-A-R-S-H-R-E-D-D-E-R-S underscore C-O. President Sullivan, and I appreciate being a part of the Back Pocket Podcast. The boys from the Back Pocket are back. It's May 15th. It's an honor to be here. How are you feeling, Doc? Feeling absolutely just fantastic. Weather's real nice out today. It's Monday. It's study Monday. Just excited to be here. Absolutely. Um, So we want to just first off apologize to all our marketing interns and all our participants that were looking forward to the Wiffle Ball Tournament. We're average podcasters, and we're averaged at making plans and follow-throughing with that, so we had to cancel the Wiffle Ball Tournament. We apologize. Well, I think what happened really was, uh, well, the idea was there, a promotional event that will kickstart us into summer, get us a little more viewers here and there, listeners, sorry, but the problem was is we threw it right in the week over finals, and you and I both have four finals, or you have three papers and a final, I have four finals. Either way, we're booked, and we just both decided there's no way we can have this when we have so many finals and things to do. So our time management, uh, yeah, our just just time management in general. So wrapping it up, trapping the puck, finishing. Well, let's go ahead and make one thing notice: is these damn guys out here playing NHL are going to be heard the entire show. Um, yeah, so that is out. that is at Jordan Roberts and at second string producer Mark Amick. Exactly, so unbelievable. We apologize if the uh, audio quality gets hindered because of that, but it's kind of like a, a natural natural sound, and yeah, you just got to embrace it. It's kind of fun. Yep, just brutal. But you know that takes us right to our first segment, Study Monday. You know you had to get after it, and uh, the grind begins with Study Monday. Yeah, I, I'm excited. We're finally here. Uh, finals week is actually my favorite week, mainly because we don't have any classes. I don't have to wake up early. I can uh, manage my own time, do how I want to do. Uh, but study Monday, it's just it's a fantastic day. Uh, you basically have no obligations besides to do what you want. Most kids study. The kids who aren't uh, really don't have... I mean, some kids just don't study, yep. which is kind of weird. But, hey, they can do that. what they want to do. They're average. Um, but there are just a few things that kind of come out of the woodworks when you're in the... Because like, most people do go to the library, and I think you need to bring that up. Yep. Uh, one thing that happens in the library is uh, just a lot of smelly kids could start coming in the library. A, lot, a little higher population in the library for, because of Study Monday, and you know, just smelly kids are stinking up the library. Another thing too, uh, the library is just filled with like all these kids that you've just never seen before. Also, so you're just like, you know, you'll go and sit in a normal spot that you normal ha- normally sit around in the library, you know, a hot spot. Now all of a sudden, like a, a fleet of just freshmen show up and start talking and. Or on their phones, probably eating some goldfish, just kind of weird. And you're like, why are they? Why are you? Why are you here? And they they think they're staying for final being or not. Oh. Uh, the library etiquette, you know, that's an important thing to touch on when you go there. Um, first off, don't be smelly mm. because wear we, socks. Wear socks. It is summer, but like yeah. still wear socks. Exactly. Um, put deodorant on. Mm. 
Yep. Take a shower once or twice. Uh, other things like, you know, simple things, bring your laptop charger because don't ask the guy next to you because obviously he needs to charge his laptop. Yeah, we're going to be in there for eight hours. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a computer last or a laptop last for more than four. So be ready for that. Um, just don't have any, don't, don't do anything like overly distracting. So don't fart a lot. Um, burping, that's not good. Talking's fine. Because I like to talk in the library. A lot of people don't like that. Yeah. And to those people, I just say, uh, go somewhere else. Uh, don't look like you're having fun, because that just pisses off everyone else. Like, no one's having fun. No, so this, is, like you're having this fun. is finals week. This yeah. is for all the gritty guys who are, like, super negative all the time and are really stressed about finals. Now is not the time to be laughing. There's no laughing in the library. Great people to surround yourself with are, like, Brian Tierney. He's the perfect person to study finals with, because... Mm-hmm. He's just always pissed off. Yeah. But lately, he's been pretty happy. Lately, he's been pretty happy. Uh, it This past Thursday, he was not happy. We had a lot of things to do. But Study Monday might be BT's day. Yeah. So go, uh, ha- go, ha- go and hang out. Maybe say hi to BT. But, like, don't say hi, like, in a very positive and enlightening fashion. Just be like, hey, man, how you doing? And move on or sit down and just don't talk. And that's just kind of, it'd be fun. Yeah. And that brings me on to my next point. Like, don't really surround yourself with engineers because usually they're all together and you can't really break into that clique because they, they, they're always, they know each other too well and when you sit near them, you just feel out of place and uncomfortable. Yeah, we, we are kind of, I wouldn't say we're an elitist class, but we're definitely some sort of cult. Yes. Um, we, we start talking about just random stuff and it just doesn't really work out too well for anybody who's not an engineer exactly so yeah for all those people who know engineers just stay away from them um another thing that i thought that is uh it's kind of interesting is uh actually hold on um oh man i forgot what i was gonna say well either way wrapping it up here you know we'll see you at the library the back pocket will be there maybe stop by and say hey uh well i'll probably be in the stellar center which is a lot of people, probably a lot of our listeners don't know about the Stellar Center. Stellar Center is everything what it's named, Stellar. Um, it's kind of loud down there, but I like it. Uh, yes, yeah, so come, white come wa- down. There are whitewashed walls that makes you feel like you're in an insane asylum. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. And they, they got cool new computers and touchscreens, so you know, have fun with that. Yep. But we'll see you there. And uh, moving on. So we got a new segment. Big time stuff. New segment alert. It's called uh, How to Get a Girl in 10 Days. So... Yeah, you, you want to kind of intro and tell us what this is about? Yeah, so this new segment kind of started earlier in this week when we had a personal relation with someone that tried to get a girl relatively quick uh, in a pretty unique fashion, um, but it seemed pretty effective, and we it caught fire, so we wanted to implement this into the back pocket and let all our marketing interns know how to get a girl in 10 days. Yeah, so this is more, uh, obviously, probably more towards our guy listeners, However, they can be girl listeners for how to get a girl in 10 days. This is going to be the first thing you'd do in getting a girl, and this would help. So um, I got this one across my table. It said, um, it's this guy, and he emailed a girl and said, hello, uh, my name is uh, blah, 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 I'm not going to say. Oh, Todd. Yeah, Todd. His name's Todd. So, hello, my name is Todd, and I'm in your managerial accounting class this semester. So, he was in her class. Okay. You got it. 
if just find the girl who you have a crush on. She's probably in your class. Mm-hmm. Maybe sit next behind her. Always be, and yeah, this, sit behind. Be a little, uh, a little creeper. A yeah, stalker. Don't ever uh, try and make eye contact with her or talk to her. No, that's bad. Yeah. So, but just get a good glimpse of how she's looking, and you definitely can yeah. evaluate that and probably have a crush on her. So, anyways, Todd says, uh, "I sit behind you." And while this might be weird to contact you, I couldn't, couldn't think of a better option. Haha. <laughs> you seem to be pretty chill, and I think you are gorgeous, and I was wondering if you'd like to go on a date with me. We can get to know each other and see how it goes. If you don't want to, then no hard feelings. Otherwise, I think this Sunday afternoon or any other time that works for you would be best. Thanks, Todd. So, we just want to make this clear. This is His name's not actually Todd, but this is a real story. This is a real email that yep. was sent to a... Real girl, uh, that at St. Thomas. At St. Thomas, and we just came across our table, and I I thought we would have to make that known. Uh, Todd seems like a pretty good guy. Um, it definitely is showing all of our listeners that the email might work. So I'm excited to see what happens with Todd. You just love the confidence in him. Yeah, I mean, just going after with the email. Not yeah, we're not about DMing in Twitter or DMing in Instagram. We're all about using the uh, at St. Thomas Edu. Yeah. Going on the Blackboard, searching a uh, girl's name and seeing what her email address is and say, hey, sit behind you. Think you're cute. Yeah, and also let's not run away from the fact that you already have this girl's email. She accidentally, or she didn't accidentally, but she gave you her contact information. Let's not forget when she signed up for the class. Mm-hmm. You can just go on Blackboard, go to roster, and her email's right there. Boom. Then you just email her. And what's more professional than an email? Nothing. Nothing. Maybe LinkedIn message? A LinkedIn message is just a little... little it's a little too social media for me. I'm not True. a big LinkedIn guy. Yeah. At St. Thomas IEDU. Yeah. Effective, formal, professional. I love it. So, thank you, Todd. And we'll, we will be visiting back to this segment numerous times. And uh, for all those guys looking... Or maybe they have a crush out there. Uh, maybe try giving shooting an email. Might, might not hurt. So trapping the puck here, we're going to move on to our next segment where we are going to call one of our uh, friends uh, who has not been very positive with how we have gone about the back pocket. She felt like she needed to be on it, and we just haven't really come to a need to get on her. And uh, <laughs> To get on her, you mean get her on? Uh, p- correct. Yeah. We're not English majors. Yeah, no worries. Some of my sentences structures are inappropriate. <laughs> But uh, basically, what happened here is uh, let's let's beat around the bush here. It, it's Shannon, Shannon. So uh, that's Mark's sister, Shannon Amick. She's a teacher in Chicago. And when we were on spring break, she was begging to get on the back pocket, and we said, you know, like we'll find a way, we'll find a time to fit you in. You know, being honest, we had a lot of people, a lot of hot, a lot of hot things to take care of, and she wasn't really one of them at the time. And then after the after spring break, I sent a thank you letter to the Amex for taking us on to Aruba, and in the letter, I invited Shannon formally to the back pocket. And I underlined it, I put a star by it, I said, uh, thank you, Declan Brown, I signed it, and you know, everything. What can be more formal than a signature? And a handwritten note. And a handwritten note, mind you. And I get a Snapchat about two or three days, remember this is snail mail, and it's from Shannon, and it says, fuck you. I'm not going on your stupid show. And, you know, we don't cuss on this show. We don't curse. That was Shannon's words, uh, not mine. So let's give her a call and tell her that she's banned from the back pocket. 
Hey, Shannon, it's the guys from the back pocket. How you doing? What's up, guys? Hey, uh, well, how's your day going, Shannon? Shit, um, it's going good. I'm oh, just right leaving on. work. Nice, where are you working nowadays? I was at Hersey today. Ah, the Hersey Huskies. Nice, dude, that's pretty cool. Yeah, what uh, are you guys doing? Uh, we're in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, we just want to let you know that uh, you've been banned from the back pocket for life. Well, you can't really ban me from the back pocket because I asked to not be on the back pocket. That's incorrect. Yeah. That's 100% incorrect. <laughs> we, uh, I don't think so. Well, Shannon, you, you asked to be on the back pocket. I invited you to the back pocket and you... And I and politely declined. Politely? Politely de- declined is absolutely incorrect, Shannon. Let's rephrase what you said. Declan, go ahead. Uh, I have it screenshot. It says, fuck you and your invitation. I'm not going on the back pocket. I don't think that's what I said. That's, word, uh, that's I, word for word. Word for I, word verbatim is what you said, Shannon. So I think I said something more along the lines of, like, I formally decline or something something nice like that. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, that's, sure, that's, that's you coming out of teaching and you got still got your teacher mindset. Yeah, you're just such a teacher. No. <laughs> well, Shannon, I'm sorry, but you've been banned for life. Yeah, but congratulations. You're the first uh, get marketing intern to get banned from our show, so thank you. I was, I was never a marketing intern. Oh, oh, you're a listener. Let's not escape that. <laughs> yeah, so you have a great day, and uh, thanks for uh, trying to get on, but you're banned. Goodbye. All right, good luck with the podcast, boys. Thanks, thanks Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. Wow. Classic Shannon. Wow, that's so Shannon. She thinks she's a teacher. She ends class, ends her school day, and she's got her positive mind frame of no swearing. Yeah. Even though we all know Shannon swears. Yeah. So she definitely used the F word in her Snapchat she sent to yeah. us. And she did say the S word when we called her like two seconds in. Yeah. And last time I checked, like, I don't remember it. it I don't know if you guys remember when you were in sixth grade, but I don't think uh, my teachers were cussing ever. So that was kind of weird. Uh, Shannon, not so much of a role model thus far. She'll probably work on it. Yeah. Um, one other thing to talk about Shannon, though, is she's very picky with her food. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So we we always try and make bets with Shannon and say like, hey Shannon, we'll bet would you like we'll give you a million dollars to eat like a bagel and cream cheese and she'll decline. It's yeah. like the most impressive thing ever. The only way we got her to eat spinach was if we took her dog. <laughs> Harley, Harley, <laughs> classic, classic. All right, well moving on. So we have Chuck Charlie Dowdle, Chuck Diesel on the show this week, and we could not be. More excited to have him on. It was a great interview. Um, a thrilling roller coaster. Yeah. And you'll enjoy the ride. Yeah. We welcome our eighth guest, Charlie Dowdle. Um, pretty special guest. He was an all state water polo. He was a St. Jude participant. He's the only guy on the football team that Coach Crusoe trusts with his kids. <laughs> He's going to be playing. In the training, he's gonna be in the training camp for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We welcome Charlie Dowdle. Thanks, guys. Great welcome introduction. Chuck. That was a great introduction. Welcome, Chuck. Thank you, Doc. Uh, Thank you for having me, guys. Here, probably one of our most athletic, if not the most athletic, kid we've had on our podcast. <laughs> right next to uh, Dane Mosier. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. He's our sec. Believe it or not, you're our second tight end we've had on the show. The Mosier pit. Yep. Legend. <laughs> so, uh, as we do with all our guests, we're gonna go ahead and. Give you a crazy hardball question, shot out of the cannon. 
Um, what's your most average quality, Chuck? Oh, man, my most average quality? I feel like I have a lot of average qualities. Uh, terrible eyesight. I wear contacts. Okay. Uh, I have really, really bad handwriting. Um, I've gotten a speeding ticket. It's not a great driver. Um, How many? Just one? Just one. Okay. couple warnings. Uh, I got, like, one car accident. So, I'd say my driving is maybe super average. Yeah. Welcome, okay. Welcome to America. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> I um, also have really bad eyesight, but I choose to wear my contacts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Contacts are great. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're going to need that for sure. Um, so, you mentioned, or AI mentioned in the introduction, you're going to Jacksonville. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday. You're leaving tomorrow. Yep. And that's very exciting news. Um, how you feel about that? What's your Good, what are your plans? Oh uh, yeah, I fly out tomorrow morning through Sunday. I'm going as a, on a tryout basis, so I have to try to earn a roster spot okay. there. But uh, I feel good, and uh, it's a good opportunity for me. Good situation to be going into. So yeah, I'm excited. They don't have any tight ends outside of uh, what's his face, Julius Thomas. Julius Thomas. Oh, he, Bronco. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Breaking uh, news. Breaking news. <laughs> He is gone. So they got Mercedes Lewis, who's like a 12-year vet for them. Oh, yeah. And then they signed one dude my, at my age from Texas. And they've got a couple other guys, but um, they're not super deep at tight end right now. So Okay. So we'll you got to get opportunity. Yeah. How does the uh, – because you've done this before with the Bears, and we'll get into that later. But how does it work with uh, your tryout period? I mean, you get four days to mm-hmm. make a roster spot or, or just like the practice squad? Or how's that yeah, work? like uh, – so – they don't cut down the practice squad until August, so like each NFL team has ninety guys on the roster until uh, the cut the final cuts in August, and they cut it down to fifty three active and like ten ro- ten practice squad guys. So I'm trying to earn a ninety man spot for now. Okay, go from and, there. And this is every single person on the Jaguars that's going to be there. Oh, uh, just all people like rook- borderline. Yeah, it's all rookies, and then anybody who's uh, been practice squad for them. So. Okay. Yeah, so draft. all all rookies. Yeah, like draft. Gonna be there. Yeah. He has to be there. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All rookies. I mean, one draft or sign has to be there. Okay. So this is not the first time you've done this, as Deck has mentioned. You had a tryout for the Bears last year, and we want to know a little bit more about that. Like, what went well for you? What did you learn? Mm-hmm. And what do you think? Like, you, you're like, damn it, I sucked at that. Um. Yeah, I learned a lot. Uh, terminology is like a big thing to understand, and like how they call plays and stuff, and the speed at which they, like implement stuff and put stuff into the practices we learned a lot in like only a three-day period so that was probably the biggest jump was like the mental uh jump for it learning all the plays and stuff um but I feel a lot better about that now I know a lot more and uh I was a lot smaller then too so I'm up 25 pounds since that time which is good so that'll help me out a lot and then um yeah, I don't know. Mostly just mental is the hardest jump from sure. college to pros, really. Yeah, did you feel like that D3, people were like, who's this guy out here? Or? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of interesting. It doesn't really matter where you, once you're there, it doesn't really matter where you yeah, come so, from as long yeah. as you just play. Like, There's tons of guys who are in the same spot, like tryout roster spot. They're p- coming from schools like Iowa or like some SEC schools that were in the same spot as me. So once you get there, it doesn't really matter where you came from. Okay. Yeah. Who was like the cool like how well how like with your whole experience like where was there anyone in particular that you were hanging out with the most or helped you the most last year uh last year um i don't know i, I met some guys at camp obviously yeah they were cool guys um 
like I mean all the rookies are there, so like Leonard Floyd and those guys. But okay. um, over the past year, I've been working out with like Adam Thielen a lot and no uh, Brian Leanhart and a couple other guys who've been in the league for a while. Carl Brian Witzman and stuff. Okay. Those guys have all like been in the league for a few years, so that's probably the coolest part for me is just training with those guys the past few months. Awesome. So Adam Thielen, very gritty. Good very thing. gritty. Good thing that you're working out with a fellow <laughs> white receiver slash tight end in the NFL. Just got a contract extension, too. A big one. Yeah, so that's Yeah, cool. a big-time one. Yeah, so the, those have been some of the coolest guys I've met, probably. Obviously, you're the first-round draft picks, their draft picks are actually there practicing mm-hmm. with you, so are you, like, when you're going out and uh, – Competing, are you get do you get the same amount of um, opportunities, or are uh, those guys more like they see that they can run and do whatever, and then they just say, "All right, we'll see you in a week." Or no, no, work? yeah, they they probably get more reps than okay. guys like my position. I was probably getting like twenty five percent of the reps wow. compared to like other tight ends who were assigned by them. Um, but yeah, then those guys are doing the full like full go. They want to see like what they can do. So uh, those guys were in it the whole time, and like, but it's it's interesting. Like you don't. You think you'd be a much bigger gap from D three to like all the guys there, but obviously like the top draft picks and like most of the draft picks, like you're like those guys are freak athletes. But mm-hmm. everyone else there, like you wouldn't really be able to tell like exactly who went where. Sure. Um, it was pretty much all mixed, but there was for sure some guys where I was like, "Whoa!" Like I've never seen that someone move like that before. So okay. it was cool to see. So yeah, is it harder? I'll, I'll let you get another question in a sec. But are you? Um, what was your? Um, Best asset as were you a better blocking or were you better um, in like passing drills? Oh, uh, I think I'm better overall in route running, but and uh, catching and stuff. But um, the majority of uh, majority of guys now in the NFL that they're bringing in are all like pass catching, route running tight ends. There's not many guys there, but I think I got a good base like for blocking here at St. Thomas, so I was able to do that a little better than some of the guys. Okay, so I feel confident with that. But majority of the guys now that they're bringing in are like mostly just slot tight ends. No one's really getting wow. drafting blocking tight ends. So, okay. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I feel good about my blocking abilities compared to most guys. That's good. Um, so we got a question that, you know, Tom Coughlin is your the vice president of the yeah. Jaguars, right? Mm-hmm. And he is famous for having good tight ends like Jeremy Shockey. Do you think he's going to be surprised to see the next Jeremy Shockey in you? <laughs> well, that'd be awesome if you saw that in me. That means he'd probably want to keep me around. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's supposed to be... Uh, good guy and uh very like uh i don't know very uh stickler of time and like being prompt and stuff and i gotta make sure i'm clean shaven going down there okay. five minutes early to everything too that's tom coughlin time yep yeah tom coughlin time my dad called me the other day he's like are you aware of tom coughlin time i'm like yeah dad i'm aware of tom coughlin time <laughs> do you like, know that tom coughlin uh sets cameras up in the jaguars right room and watches them yeah, I heard that. That's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm all about that. Yeah. Get eyes on everyone at all times. Absolutely. And no privacy. Because we, we have that here with uh, our yeah. coach. Yeah. Pretty similar thing. Yeah, most people don't know that. It's yep. kind of a winning edge we have here. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're going to wrap up these football questions and move on to something else. Yeah, uh, for sure. I got some questions. You just mentioned your dad. But dad. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I would love to know, learn more about your dad because cool. he's a pretty uh, awesome dude. Yeah, he's, he's a good man. He's got the Food Network under his belt, something something along those lines. Can you tell us yeah. a little bit about your dad? Yeah, my dad's he's always been nice to me. He's a good, cool dude. Yeah, uh, he uh, <laughs> he started working at the Food Network like 20 years ago when it first started, and he does like uh, ad sales for them, so TV okay. ad sales, so people who like, Ford or someone wants to advertise on Food Network shows or 
It's called Scripps Network, so it's like Food Network, HGTV, all the shows that like go. TLC? Like, no, not TLC. Okay. No, come on. That's a competitor. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they'll go to uh, they'll go to like guys like that and like work out a deal to get on the shows and stuff. Okay. Yeah. He's TV still, ad sales. He's still in that. Advertising sales. Yeah. 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 He okay. is. Still doing it. Right on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, does he know uh, Guy Fieri? He's met him. But I don't think they're like I don't think they text or anything. But he's <laughs> your dad a good cook since he he is great. He's grill master. Okay, yeah, good on the grill. That's awesome. <laughs> we'll have to get him on the show as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll he'll come on. <laughs> um, another family question. Uh, I know that you tend to move around a lot. Your house doesn't like you, you stay in houses for like three years and like, yeah, we do. You, you seem to get a different house. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just remember. Going to your house as a freshman or an incoming freshman for a barbecue, and I was like, "Oh, this is a really cool house." And then, like, I met you at camp, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, we were getting, we we're moving to this other house." And I was like, "Oh wow, it's yeah, a pretty quick move." Yeah, so what's think, your deal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if like my parents were trying to hide something or what the deal is, but we've I've lived in like five, five houses all in like a three mile radius of each other. So yeah, it's kind of I think, Wagner, Larkdale, Branch. Uh, yeah, five houses, all within like five ten minutes of each other. So, yeah, it's kind of a weird, it's it's a strange that, situation. Strange situation. Is yeah. that just because your dad likes to flip houses on the side? Yeah, maybe. I don't know if he's flipping the houses we're living in, and like he doesn't really tell us. But yeah, no, I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> I mean, well, usually when you when you flip houses, you like renovate it while you live there, and then you just oh yeah, no, no, no. So has, have you been? No, we haven't been. No, no, we haven't. No renovations needed. I swear. The houses are pretty cool. We might have to get our back pocket marketing enters over to Chicago. You know what we should do is we should call Mr. Dowdle and ask get, him ask him to start selling ads for us. Oh, yeah, you guys could probably get on there. Yeah, you guys probably have the funds for a national marketing plan, right? We do. We have yeah. a series of marketing interns. We I actually was just notified by one of my marketing interns that she just got hired at a marketing firm. So Oh, wow. Now she's associate marketing for, uh, intern. So we we yeah we have a very yeah maybe get some like base. banner ads on the website or something yeah mm. I feel like we got the fun- yeah we definitely have the funds we do <laughs> we have a fundraiser that we're actually canceling because <laughs> we don't have enough time but we were gonna fundraise for a wiffle ball tournament. oh I saw that yeah but, oh it got canceled yeah, yeah. no umpires or something yeah we couldn't fund the umpires yeah that's too bad yeah, that's a disappointment <laughs> couldn't put it on the company credit card yeah, yeah. company we're credit card hitting e yeah <laughs> um. Uh, back so back to Jacksonville. I just have uh, <laughs> yeah, one, for sure. one dying question for you. Um, how many times will you be jagging off? Oh man, uh, I've got a bunch of texts about that. So I think just pretty much the whole the whole weekend is that's the theme, right? I mean, you only have four days, so yeah, exactly. So I guess as much as <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep us updated. Yeah, I'll let you know how how it goes down there. <laughs> Figuratively. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So. Are these the kind of questions you asked President Sullivan? Correct. Uh, very similar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, I got nothing else that I got out of my mind right away. Um, Do we ask water polo questions? <laughs> if you want I'll to. Hear, okay, here we go. <laughs> how was your experience as a uh, um, all-state water polo player? How's that translated to your uh career on the football on the field, ball field and um now the, i mean and with ladies and with ladies and with ladies in the, in the nfl um 
<laughs> I don't know if it helped too much with the ladies, but um, yeah, I think uh, it helped me like water polo's got a lot of like hand battles and stuff. Um, so it's kind of like being in the, on the line, like battling it out there, and then the trenches, of course. <laughs> in the trenches, of course. Uh, then like uh, it's all one-handed stuff, so like catching, like definitely helped my hand eye and like catching abilities too, and endurance. Like it was way harder than football wise so that was like big for me to get like getting really I got in really good shape doing it so um yeah it was definitely a tough sport like very tough mentally too so that helped me a lot uh I'd say those biggest things okay my brother is he just got all conference for his water polo team oh yeah Freddie's playing yeah um is he playing at Prospect at Prospect yeah um he's going on to the he just won his first round of the playoffs oh they did and they're going on to the second round I don't know if they're gonna win or not they're playing Conant uh, you got any advice relatable, very relatable, by the way. Conan, Prospect, yeah. for the people up here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for all of our listeners, Conan, Prospect, uh, MLS, or MSL, Suburban. Uh, yeah, Water Polo. Water Polo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, advice. I would just say have fun with it and uh, win the game and don't take any shit from anyone. Just go out there that. and just butt good. some heads, put them in the back of the net. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you spent now five six years in minnesota ever since your freshman yeah, year and then yeah, now way longer than i thought yeah um so you've had you've had a great time here you're leaving to jacksonville for four days hopefully more hopefully more man. um what are so i guess what are you gonna miss about minnesota the most and the least uh i'll probably miss about minnesota the most john collins who i've been living with who is a saint thomas legend shout if, out jason yeah shout uh, out follow him at Instagram at Brick House without the E. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, see, like, you even knew that off the top of your head. That's how... That's insane. That's how much of a legend <laughs> this guy is. So I've been living with him, and uh, he's got probably one of the best basements in the cities. Mm. Uh, on the side of wood the city. Panel, yeah. And that needs to be talked about in yeah. depth. Yeah, he's got wood panel walls and, like, uh, this couch that I can't... It's a leather couch with, like reclining parts to it and I actually have slept on that I haven't slept in my bed in about a month I've been sleeping on the couch every single night okay um, there's a tv down there wait have you been like working anywhere like out uh, on oh the side? yeah working yeah like for a job right now yeah. yeah at the gym I've been training at ETS out in Lakeville I've been working there and because okay. uh, we can we're gonna start creating a story and be like Chuck uh couch surfer uh worked gritty jobs yeah look at them you now. could say like in I was the NFL, a uh, Iron worker, factory guy, absolutely yeah. gritty, and mm-hmm. played water. Like you got a good yeah, like coach fullbacks. That. That's pretty you coach fullbacks. Yeah. There you go at the University of St. Thomas. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So I've been sleeping on a. I have a bed there. It's not like they didn't give me a bed to live in, but the couch there is just phenomenal. TV's pretty average size, but okay, gets the job done. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, what yeah, are you gonna man. miss the uh, the the least? Oh, uh, I'm gonna miss the least about Minnesota. Um, probably all, like, the dumb, uh, like, Timberwolves fans mm-hmm. who, like, every year get into it, like, yeah. oh, like, this is the year that like, we got this guy, this guy, and then, like, yeah. they hop on the bandwagon for a couple of weeks. I'm not even a basketball guy, really, but yeah. it's just the Timberwolves fans just, they're, they're brutal I, yeah. up here, man. As a Nuggets fan who is, uh, you know, they're usually a repeat eight seed in the playoffs yeah. or, you know, somewhere around there mm-hmm. at the bottom of the totem pole in the NBA Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I have noticed the Timberwolves had extreme hype this year, 
and they were about the 10th seed, so I can totally concur with what you're saying. Yeah, Timberwolves and Wild fans. The Wild fans I actually kind of almost enjoy because <laughs> as a Blackhawks fan, we've had great success with them, but uh, they they get kind of obnoxious too. But Vikings fans are, are fine in my book, but it's those Timberwolves fans. That... Mm-hmm. Another uh, Minnesota question, if you were to eat anywhere for the rest of your life, where would it be? Oh, in Minnesota? Correct. Wow. Um, there's this place called Parlor that's over uh, on Washington. I think it's like 730 North Washington Ave. It's burgers, probably the best burger I've had uh, in uh, Minnesota. It's not a Lucy either. Yeah. Juicy Lucy. It's just a standard burger. It's phenomenal. So that's probably uh, one of the spots I'd go to. What's it called? Parlor? Parlor. P-A-R-L-O-U-R. Oh. Okay, so breaking news, you heard it here first. Yeah. Parlor will be sponsoring us after we Yeah, free ads and advertising. Yeah. yeah. Yep. For the only time they get free. I think we've yeah, made more gains in this interview than we have. Right? <laughs> yeah. We've interviewed some important Yeah, people. tag them on the Instagram or something. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we So we reached out to a few of your good friends oh, uh, man. for uh, some... Well, as Declan said before... What, I had good friends, and they reached out. Had, yeah, yeah, had good Formal. friends. Uh, you're famous, you've lost most of them. Yeah. Yes. Who do you think those friends are? Uh, I'm guessing it's pretty much everyone I lived with in college. So, yeah. Belinsky, Ryan Bradley, at Bo Murray, maybe at Eric Herringer, and at Jim Lynch. Maybe, oh, and at Brickhouse. Those are some, some quality guesses. We play this with all our guests. It's called Advice for Chuck Dowdle. Um... It's for all your guests, that's what it's called. Correct, yes. Yeah. And uh, so we're very excited here. So um, our first um, person in is Eric Carringer. He says, uh, hey, Chuck, keep grinding and let him know. Oh, uh-oh. Keep grinding. And uh, he's your biggest fan, and him and Archie will be cheering you on from Denver. Wow, that's very nice. Archie is a, Archie is a couple of dogs out in Denver that... Yeah. Are close to my heart and Eric Ranger, so that's good. He specifically said he's his big. I am his biggest Heat fan. Oh, oh, Heat fan. Go, go, go Heat. Yeah. Skull so, heat. yeah. Pretty much everyone I know is a big Heat fan. Gotcha. Um, and he's probably the biggest. He's president of the Heat club. He's so. yeah, president of the Heat club. Yeah, that was a good message from Harry. Yeah. yeah. So, thank you, Harry. Uh, another message, another advice. We got Bo. Oh God. Uh, he said, "Keep working your ass off and ball out at minicamp, Chuck. Proud of all the hard work." You put in the so you put in so far. All all of the rambling and Tommy's are actually <laughs> no, all the ramblers. Uh, <laughs> we struggled reading on this podcast. Yeah, we're not the best readers. All the ramblers and Tommy's are hashtag jagging off and pulling for you this week. Keep in mind, Jacksonville is only a couple uh, hours drive from Miami. Best of luck and keep grinding. You're gonna kill it. Oh, that was also another great message from Bo. Yeah, I didn't realize the Miami was also. Down in Florida, yeah. too. So, so that's get, good to know. Maybe I can bounce down there. Also, another advertisement opportunity there. Bo works for, uh, what's that? Robert Half? No, not Robert Half. Close. We can get them as well. That, But that's <laughs> stupid. No, but that's stupid. Johnny O. Johnny O. It's not stupid. It's Johnny O. It's Johnny O. <laughs> We're going to get B.A. and Bo on. They're going to talk Johnny O. It's there you great. go. Okay, so this next one <laughs> is from John Collins. Brickhouse. Oh. Brickhouse. Yes. Without the E. Without the E at the end. Go ahead and give Brickhouse a follow. Um, John John Collins says, JC says, uh, Chuck, what was the best part about living and training up in Minnesota? <laughs> was it A, JC's couch, B, JC's couch, C, JC's couch, or D, JC's couch? 
Uh, like I, it's perfect because I mentioned it earlier. JC's couch was probably one of the main reasons that kept me here for the past few months. So yeah, I have to go with uh, A JC's couch. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah that's a good answer. Yeah. I was thinking A as well. Yeah, um, better so, than B, C, or D. Mm-hmm. There's one of five options. <laughs> moving right along, trapping the puck. Uh, we got another uh, advice. This time we have a voicemail, an audio recording, um, an audio recording of an audio recording because this is a podcast. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. we got uh, B- uh, we got Bubba, we got Balinski. Okay, perfect. On an audio recording. Decal is going to go ahead and uh, play the audio recording for us all. So just go ahead and give it a listen. And so we, the original segment was going to be called Voicemails for Chuck and only one, one person. Luck to voicemail. voicemail so. yeah. Okay. Hey, Chuck. Hey. Uh, a couple things. One, I already told you where your contacts. Number two, need a visual on Fournette's dong. Picture preferred. Maybe Snapchat. Uh, number three, don't drop the soap. Uh, four, you gotta jack off at least once while you're there so you can officially say, yeah, I was jacking off. Um, lastly, you know, I don't wish you luck. You put in the work. Just be the best version of yourself possible. That's all. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that was amazing. Yeah, I don't even know really what to say besides... Uh, I definitely will not get him that picture uh, on the record. Allegedly. Yeah, on the record. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, and, yeah, thank you for not wishing me luck because, you know, was, we put in the work to get to where we are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And great intro, by the way. I liked his intro. Yeah. yeah. Inside joke, he tells me. Yeah. He was concerned. Yeah, I'll we'll <laughs> tell you guys off the record. So, uh, we have actually a few more. Um, oh, really? So, yeah. <laughs> I reached out to a few people. Okay. Outside of the outside of twenty sixty three okay. Marshall. Um, first one, Roger Goodell. Oh. Wow. He says, "Good friend." Hey Chuck, it's your boy Raj, which I never knew. Uh, just just to let you know, um, I'm always watching, literally, and just don't do any drugs, man. But I think you'll do really well because I played water polo once and it was really fun and tiring. And I think it'll be a good experience for you. However, you probably will never win a Super Bowl because Jacksonville Jaguars suck. Anyways, good luck. Well, thanks, Raj. I didn't know he was a big water polo guy either, but yeah. I don't think that I think the Jags look pretty good for this next year. Uh, don't cut him out of the Super Bowl run. Well, he supposedly controls that. So. Yeah, that's true. I guess maybe yeah, maybe maybe don't count on the Jacksonville Jaguars because he controls it. So he doesn't check out. I guess yeah, he's a clueless out there. Uh, so we got Tom Coughlin. Oh, <laughs> the legend himself, two times who will Speaking of the devil, yeah, you guys got contacts. Uh, he, his advice for you is uh, it's just simply, you're on my time now. I'll be watching you all the time. But <laughs> that's thank you, Tom. Uh, I've been practicing this past week. Just I've been five minutes early to everything, so okay. I've actually been 15 just to play it safe. Absolutely. So it's like three times Tom Coughlin time. Absolutely. So yeah. So smart, <laughs> and uh, we couldn't get any. We we could only get one more, but we got a good one. Oh, who is that? Blake Bortles. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's the man down there. Mm-hmm. He says, "Hey Chuck, it's Blake." So I guess he didn't have his number. But hey, it's Blake. Yeah. Hope you uh, do well, and I hope to be throwing balls to someone like you. I think you have great <laughs> hands, and I watched. 
all your D3 games when you're a senior. <laughs> I really love the St. Thomas Tommies. I think you you did you played really well for them. Also, uh, if you ever want to lift together, H HMU. Hit him up. Hit him up. Yeah. Okay, that's why. Yeah, hit him up. Oh, oh that's he, great. He also says to join uh, the Blake Bortles Wikipedia Page Club. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't have. Yeah, I don't have access to a laptop currently, so Good call. Uh, it might be tough for me to get on the Wikipedia game, but. Oh, it's really nice thank of you, him Blake. to reach out, though. Yeah, yeah. I haven't talked to him uh, ever, so that's pretty nice of him to... Yeah. I didn't know he's a Tommy fan either, so... Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, big... That's awesome. So that's all of our advice. Oh. I hope it's enough to yeah, keep going. That, but we... I wrote not, it all down, so... That's all the advice that we had preset. Now we're going to give you some advice. Okay. We have advice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to think of some advice for Chuck yeah. uh, on the spot. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm average, as I've said on this podcast, and... Uh, I got some average advice for you. You don't have to take it, take it or leave it. Um, I would probably bring just a couple extra pairs of socks, maybe some smart wool. Wow. Because you don't have to wash those. I don't know if you're going to have access smart to... Smart wool? Yeah, smart wool. Because I don't know if you have access to uh, a washer down there. Yeah, that's not... Because you're going to be working, working, always on time, yeah. fall time. You got to just be ahead of the game. So if you don't have time to always wash your clothes... wool socks? Wool socks. Smart yeah, it's probably good for the weather too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to only be 80, so... Yeah, so... The, the whole, yeah. Don't let the uh, temperature... Don't always just look at the temperature. That would also be some of my advice. Is humidity? It says 80 degrees humidity, but with 100 degrees humidity, like you said, it's going to be feeling <laughs> like maybe 120 Yeah, degrees, a little so. Tom Skilling here out of Declan. Yeah, yeah that's a good, that's a good, a good advice. I'll probably have to recheck the... Uh, maybe the wool socks won't work, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. I got to take Might this work. call. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wait, who is it first? Can you tell us? Uh, it's agent. Chuck's talking to his agent right now. We'll be back. We'll be back in a second. <clears throat> so, uh, wrapping up the interview, we're going fi- to finish up with uh, three questions. We're going to start with, uh, you have advice for us. We are on our senior year here at uh, St. Thomas. Heading oh, into well, our, we're headed, yeah, heading yeah, in. Finishing mm-hmm. our junior, heading into our senior year. Uh, as a graduate from St. Thomas, what do you got advice for us? Yeah, I would just say have a lot of fun. Take advantage of... Uh, all the times you have with your friends. Are you staying up here this summer? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, that'll be awesome summer then. Uh, I mean, your GPA is not going to change too much right now. So, obviously, you go to school, go to class, take your get your work done, but don't stress too much about it, and don't stress too much about finding a job. You guys will both find jobs. So, I'd say just have some fun, and uh, yeah, awesome. Don't get the na- neighbors too mad, I guess. But yeah, the, uh, yeah. the two apartment buildings. <laughs> yeah. You guys are in a good spot here. <laughs> Uh, and then we'd like to know the most famous person. Yeah, so we, we asked two questions uh, in addition to the advice for Chuck segment. Uh, we asked two questions. The first one is, uh, what's it, you got a story of a famous person you've met? Um, what's your best famous person story? Best famous person story? Uh, well, my cousin swims. He's an Olympic swimmer, so he's probably the most famous person I've met. Oh, yeah. But one of his friends is, like, a fencer, and I saw a picture the other day, and it was, like, Rihanna cuddles up with uh, Olympic fencer James whatever, and it was the dude I met, so that's probably the most that man's famous, now. famous person I've met, yeah, yeah besides my like cousin. Second party meeting, that's kind of Yeah, funny. it was crazy, and I met him, and, yeah, he's dating Rihanna or something like that, so it's pretty wild, I guess. He's uh, dating Rihanna? Your cousin's or he's, like, 
Earth or something. Yeah. Breaking news. But yeah, Cousin swims for is Con- really is Con- Con- Connor Dwyer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Connor Dwyer. Yeah, so he's probably the most famous person. I've yeah, he's pretty sick. I've met. That, that's kind of <laughs> cool because Connor Dwyer probably knows Missy Franklin, who kind of does know Missy Franklin. I'm friends with her. Oh yeah, she's Regis' girl. Went to Regis. Yeah, he knows her real well. We'll have to get her on. We'll have to get both of them on the podcast. So. Yeah, oh, we'll, yeah. We'll do a combo action. Yeah. That would be a good. They used to have a meet out, out near Minnesota. That would have been worked out well for you guys. Yeah. But mm-hmm. since they aren't coming back right now, it's <laughs> kind of screwed. Not really. Not when you have a phone. Maybe FaceTime? Oh, Maybe there you go. A little Skype action? Maybe a little snap, snap face? Snap face? We have to snap face. <laughs> we have to snap face Steve because our first string producer is not with us right now, but... Happy birthday, Steve, anyways. Oh, is it his birthday today? It is yes, his birthday. Yes, yes. birthday. Uh, How's his dating life going? Is he still taking girls to weird-ass movies on the first date? Well, yeah, unfortunately, no, because there haven't been any weird-ass movies out, but we're getting there. I'll probably take one to It. It's coming out soon. Mm, yeah, Steve. It's all about that. Well, yeah. it's Steve now, about playing times for It. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Over in Highland Theater. $5 on Tuesday. I go with Panera and then It. It'll be a good date. Let Steve know. We will. That's a great. It's a great point. That's my advice for uh, Steve's senior year. Yep. Just Steve. Yeah, just, just Steve. Steve. Yeah. Oh well, actually, you yeah. mentioned Steve. Um, so our good friend Lorch, I know you're familiar. Oh, with yeah. Lorch, and he is a cornerback and gives uh, tight ends absolute hell. And I know Lorch. Big boy. When, we, when Lorch heard that we were interviewing you, he said, "I hate Charlie Dowdle. I want to beat him in one on ones, and I want to eat his lunch." Wow, Lorch. Uh, I know you're not here right now. You can't hear this, but uh, I heard I, I got your message, man. I'm not happy about it, Lorch. All right, all right, Lorch. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Yep. And then uh, final question. Oh, Lorch. <laughs> oh, oh, Lorch. Didn't wow. know you were here, man. Wow. 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 So we got a for sure a shirtless Lorch yeah. just walked into the room for uh, the listeners. It's pretty incredible. It's the first time he's ever walked in. Uh, we it's just time to see what you guys are talking about. We just let him know that you want to eat. About the trash you were talking about me? Yeah. You want to eat? What are you talking about? You want to eat his can lunch? You, yeah, can you address he's, this? He's backing down in person. Lord, how's your relationship with Charlie Battle? Charlie? I thought it was good, man. I thought it was good. I thought so too, Lorch. <laughs> Uh, I'll never so say a bad thing about you. Don't listen to the Okay, guys. now you're lying. You can just get out of Don't the, listen get to out of the studio, Lord. Get out of the studio. <laughs> Washington, Dime Capital. <laughs> Good uh, point. <laughs> Alright, so final question. Yeah, I forgot Thanks what final for coming was. in. You don't know what our final question is? Oh, yeah. So, our final question is to clarify for Andrew is what did you learn today? Oh, yeah. Uh, Old Southern Barbecue is a new uh, branch of Famous Dave's, same owner. And their Jimmy Beans are probably the best side dish of any food I've ever had. So, that's probably one that's thing. Awesome. Yeah, I didn't do too much today yet. So, yeah. yeah, the Jimmy Beans over at Old Southern Barbecue are fire. Perfect. Yeah. Our listeners will be welcoming you to that advice. Yeah, for all the Edina folk, it's where I stay at. It's where I be. Yeah. Uh, Brick House, me and Brick House. And Mrs. Collins, shout out. So, yeah, Old Southern Barbecue, Jimmy Beans. Go Hornets. Get on them. Go Hornets. Go Hornets. All right. Go Hornets and go Jags. Thank you. For Thank you, guys. Come out. Lorch. Just get out of here, man. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> so that's our interview with Chuck. Great guy. Great to have him on. Eric Belinsky also. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll be looking to get Eric Belinsky on and have him talk a little more. Mm-hmm. He's a very electric guy. Um, so, yeah, moving on, on to the back end here. We have a well-renounced evolution update. The Charles Darwin evolution update, which is... To review for our, all our listeners. 
is a segment where we have a story that will either um, help evolution for humans or hinder evolution for humans. Andrew, what do you got? So, Survival of the Fittest, uh, it's finals week, and we're all studying, but those who will be weeded out will be the ones that are sitting locked in their rooms on their Xbox or on Netflix and uh, may not return next semester because they just don't feel the need to study. Oh, that's kind of a, an end-all, be-all there. Yeah. So you're telling me guys like Gavin Dewalter or you know, just random guys who like to play a lot of video games are going to get hurt by this? Correct. Wow. All right. Evolution update. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be interesting. Um, I mean, there's always a lot of guys to take study breaks, but it's those guys who take too many study breaks or who don't begin to study so there is no study break yeah As, I wonder we really need to talk to like Tommy Nickley or someone who like someone who just isn't a studier by by natural and just I just want to see like how they do because I can't ever just go into like a test I know it sounds kind of nerdy but just like I can't ever go into a test and just like not know what I'm doing it's kind of confusing can't do that no you can't yeah. you're probably not going to do well on that test no but they're probably just succumbing to a bad grade. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I wouldn't say the bad grade would be uh, the end-all, be-all. No, but they're definitely not getting where they need to go. Yep. The work ethic part is the part that needs to be looked at, not the test grade. So, Absolutely. All right. Closing out on that. So, get back to it. Uh, finishing how we always do. Two questions. Two segments. What did we learn in a feel-good story? Uh, what did I learn this week? Well, carrying off the last podcast, I, uh, I thought... That when you go to Derby Days, you wear big floppy hat, big sunglasses, sundress, and Spartan sandals. Mm-hmm. Well, I quickly learned that uh, you don't wear Spartan sandals. Yeah, you definitely don't wear the Hercules shoes or the uh, Gladiator sandals, I think is what the official name are. Okay. Yeah, I, I figured those things were in. Um, I got multiple Snapchats from a lot of our friends and our, a lot of our marketing interns showing us that uh, they're, all on, they're all on sale. At your local shoe stores, but no one's buying. So maybe that's why they're on sale. So that was a big misread on us. So I just want to apologize to our female marketing interns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was confused, and I will. it won't happen again. No, it's okay. We'll do our, we'll, we do a lot of research here, but sometimes we're incorrect. Sometimes. But what I learned was uh, yesterday we had a meeting for football, and one of the top, we had a few speakers come up and give various amounts of uh, advice and uh, just things to to hold on to for going into senior year and um, kind of that transition from college to the workforce. And the guy was na- guy's name was Joel Molitor, great guy. He's a um, recruiter for Northwestern Mutual. Um, he said, uh, "Your environment really enhances your performance." And he alluded to 2008, Usain Bolt broke the world record for the fastest 100-meter time in the Olympics. And little does anyone else know that the two people that finished behind him also broke the world record. So three people broke the world record because of the environment they were in. The competitive environment elevated them to above the the, the, net, like the world standard. And exactly. I thought that was very cool. That I just never knew that the two people behind Usain Bolt also broke the world record. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. It's very interesting, and it just goes to show you that if anyone else is trying to start a podcast, it might inspire us to be a little bit more uh, crisper. Crisp. Yeah, just raise raise the, raise the environment a little bit. Even though we are already doing that with anybody else, it's, yeah. it's just all there. It's positive and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, dropping the puck and finishing off, we got a feel-good story. We're sitting here in the sunroom in the Washington capital, and we are in a great, we're in high spirits. Why? Because the sun's out, and the sunroom is fully lit. We no longer have to turn on the heater before getting in here and podcasting. We can just come in here, and it's hotter than a hot box, kind of sweating, and, uh, but I'm in a good spirits. I'm feeling good. You know, I think one thing that is the most consistent about this podcast is how our talk about the weather. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was great that we finally, were we were saying this whole time, oh yeah, it's going to be warm outside, oh yeah, or the weather sucks, oh no, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Now, I just want to extend my thanks and say thank you, Mother Nature. It's very nice outside. It's nice and sunny. It's the end of school. We're all going to be running outside, and it's just going to be beautiful. And I'm so excited for the rest of the week. And finals are done on Friday, and summer starts, man. That's our feel-good story is summer's here, and it's just going to be a fantastic summer. We'll be here all summer, and we probably should outline some of our summer plans as we close up the show. Andrew, what do you got for us? Summer plans are to be determined. We have not solidified anything but we will get back to you. And then that's just kind of how it works. We're average guys who run an average podcast. We don't have plans. Mm-hmm. But I think one thing we will be is we'll always be here. We're going to be the back pocket, man. We're Secure, always gonna tucked, tucked away, away, ready for use later. Absolutely. And you know what? It's going to be great, dude. I'm excited. You guys are going to all be at your cu- in your cubicles just playing around with your thumbs. And you know what? That's when the back pocket's going to come on into those earphones. You're going to be listening to all eight of our episodes that we had this semester and also throughout all summer. So get ready, boys. Get ready, girls. It's time. Love you all and see you this summer. Take care. Take care.